Hey there, BFFs. This is Susan. We're thrilled that you're joining us for the podcast Life Coach BFF with Susan and Heather. Wherever you're listening, SoundCloud, iTunes, Overcast, Apple Podcast, hit that subscribe button and please give us a review. That makes it easier to find our podcast. And join the BFF fam on Instagram and Facebook. You can like and follow us at Life Coach BFF. You can see our smiling faces and all the shenanigans we get up to, and we love your comments. They really cheer us on. The Life Coach BFF podcast was scary at first, and sometimes it still is, but our motto is we're not afraid to do scary things, and your encouraging words are a huge part of that. With them, you literally boost our courage to share with you. So we want to encourage you to dream big. Do that thing that's been sitting quietly in your heart. You can't grow if you don't step out of your comfort zone. So my BFFs, let's step out of that comfort zone and get busy. My weekend trip to New Orleans is only one of the things we talk about this episode, so here we go. Hello, how are you? I'm well, how are you today? I am doing fantastic. Fantastic. I I just got back from my grocery pickup at Walmart and they just put it in the car for you. That is the best thing since sliced bread. That has revolutionized my life. I told you that was the best thing that happened to me in 2018. Yeah. Well, 2019, that was, that was the best. I mean, it is the absolute best. If you're not doing grocery pickup, I just don't know what's the matter with you. It's fantastic. Oh, I love it. How's, how are you doing? I am sitting here looking out this huge window of this loft and I'm watching, you know, how we talked about I'm above a fine dining restaurant while we're in transition. (laughs) I love it. This is what I love to watch. It's so funny. I mean, I've never lived in a setting like this before. You never have not So I love watching this big wine truck pull up every day and unload cases and cases of wine. It's the same restaurant where you and I had dinner a week ago when you were in town. It was awesome. It was awesome. That's exciting. Well, it's fun. And then it's also fun. Then the produce truck comes. So I'm always (laughs) amazed if I'm home during that time to see just how much produce they go through every day. Wow. I bet that is interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've never worked yeah. in a restaurant or anything, so I don't know. You know, it probably is amazing how much actual food they go through. Well, it is. And, and what's funny is my LP2, she has not listened to my college student, has had told me yesterday that she has not listened to our podcast. She said, I need to listen to your podcast. And my honey said, yeah, you probably should because you have been discussed. <laughs> <laughs> she said, y'all better not talk about me. I do not want y'all talking about me at all. You better not talk about me. And I thought, you know what? Just because you said that, tomorrow we're going to talk about you. Yeah. Oh, you're get- oh, you're getting talked about, honey. <laughs> so what reminded me of LP2 was over Christmas holiday, the valet. And I know you saw this is set up downstairs below yeah. our family room window uh-huh. and one day I walked by and I saw her pee thing out the window because the call other college students were home valeting over Christmas break Ooh. so that was kind of funny to, to <laughs> witness that 
<laughs> oh, she was. Well, now, was one of the valets? Was he? Was he? Um, was he attractive? Well, he was definitely of her age. He was oh, of her okay. age. Okay. Okay. He, he fit her profile type. We'll just say that. Okay. He fit her profile okay. Type, and I did peaked, see a little. Point. He piqued her curiosity. <laughs> uh, yes, he piqued her curiosity. I saw a little twinkle in her eye. We'll just we'll <laughs> leave it at that. And then I, I want to hear about your weekend trip to New Orleans. So we had a fantastic I, I time. Yeah. Okay. We had a fantastic time. We had well, some so excitement. What, <laughs> yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear. Tell me start from start to finish. You got there on Friday. Yes, we got there Friday night. Um, we um had a great dinner. It was fantastic. We um stayed out a little later than we wanted to, but we still got up Saturday morning going. We um. We took the trolley all the way to the other side of the um, Garden District and ate brunch at the Camellia Grill. It was actually one o'clock by the time we got there. <laughs> we, we, you know, slept in. But it was just the absolute best. I mean, we the Camellia Grill is just famous. And none of us had ever eaten there. And it was so good. I mean, it was perfect scrambled eggs perfect grits perfect bacon i mean it was just crazy it was perfect and the staff was hilarious i mean it, it literally looks like it's about the size of a waffle house and it's older than any waffle house you've ever been in yeah. and the guys working behind the counter wear like the white shirts with the little black bow ties oh and fun they were hilarious i mean they just kept us entertained that was so much fun and so then we we started walking back through um back through the garden district we went we walked all through audubon park it was beautiful those huge live oaks were so pretty around oh, the lake I love that. <clears throat> and then we shopped <clears throat> excuse me up and down <clears throat> magazine street we ended up walking six miles that day <laughs> we, we were so tired but anyway we stopped at a cute little pub that had um that had a lot of um like local brewery beers um the uh the couple that we were with they are all about the microbrews very well versed in beer and um did they so make their own do they make their own? Do they have a, what do you call they that? Do, do they not. have their own microbrew? <clears throat> they don't. They, they don't. Okay. No, no, no. No, he, they don't have time for that. But um, <laughs> He makes time to buy um, exotic beer, but no, he does not make it. But um, anyway, we did that. We kind of caught our breath and then we went to eat, had a fantastic um, dinner at the palace cafe oh now you know you know the palace cafe is right on canal and it's got like right. the, um the lights across it, it oh my goodness yeah <clears throat> i told them i said look if i'm ever on death row this is what i want my final meal to be okay lay it on me what's your final meal okay appetizer, it's all from the palace cafe the appetizer crab chops that it is appetizer it is um crab claws surrounded by a crab cake and then has remoulade sauce on it it was Yum. phenomenal okay the meal shrimp chifuncti 
It is like a signature dish. Say, you say can, that again. Say that. Say that again. Chifonte. I want to hear that. Chifonte. It is. Yeah, it's like, you know, one of those, um, you know, one of those Indian Cajun words. It's got like 18 letters in it. It it's sounds like, French. It's T-C-H something, 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 F-U-N-C-T-E, I think. I don't know. But you can find the recipe on their website. It is so oh. good. I, I just want them to make it for me. I don't want to make it for myself. And then it never tastes as good if you make it yourself. It doesn't. It's better. It's better when Nigel serves you. It just he makes everything better. Nigel was our waiter, and he I made saw the bananas. picture. He has yes. beautiful, a beautiful smile, beautiful teeth. He does. We asked him if anybody had ever told him that he looked like LeBron James because <laughs> he really did. He wasn't six eight, but he looked so much like him. He was laughing. He said, "Oh yeah." And, um, he did. He said yeah. that people have told him that. Yes. Yes. And I told him, I said, you know what? I said, if I ever see LeBron James, I'm going to tell him, you know who you look like? You look just like Nigel. <laughs> you look like <laughs> Nigel. I said, that's how it really goes. He looks like you. You don't look like him. Um, but he let me go down the street. You know, I'm lactose intolerant. He let me go down the street and buy um, vanilla um gelato at a little gelato place that's like two doors down and bring it back and he used that to make my bananas foster <laughs> that was really sweet it was so sweet i asked him if i could do that he goes absolutely anything that makes you happy and i was like oh nigel i'm taking you home with me he, was I mean, so he speaks our language doesn't yes. he? he speaks our language yes anything yeah. that makes me happy so that that's my final meal and um lee who is an attorney said well i hope you're never on death row <laughs> i said well i'm just telling y'all right now that's that's what i want for my final meal it's from the palace cafe oh my goodness it was well, so I good well, good. Well, I've noticed that the people in New Orleans and these restaurants are so accommodating because I can remember one time when LP2 was probably about two years old and we were at Irene's. Have you ever eaten at Irene's, the Italian restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Years ago. Well, we years were, ago. Yeah. Well, we were, we were at Irene's and the piano player, I don't remember why. I mean, it's been so long ago, but the piano player hopped up. He stopped playing the piano, hopped up, ran down the street and bought LP2 a sucker. Maybe she was, I don't know. Maybe it was a bad situation. I don't even remember. Maybe she was fussy, but I don't, I have no idea why he did this, but he ran down the street, got her a sucker and brought it back and then continued on the piano. I thought it was the sweetest thing. That is so sweet. That is so it is. sweet. I mean, the people are so gracious in New Orleans. Yeah, they are. It's a fun place to go for the weekend. But our, I'm telling you, we had some excitement after that. So this, that was that was the fabulous sunny part of the weekend. Uh oh. <laughs> During the night, it became the rainy part of the weekend. So. Oh, no. We are we are snoozing. I mean, snoozing because you know we've had to. We've had a few beers and walked up and down Bourbon Street and danced a little bit. And after the six miles, we were ready to crash. Middle of the night, I mean, the fire alarm goes off. Oh, and there were, no. <laughs> yeah. 
there were a lot of fraternity boys and their cute little <laughs> dates at our hotel because they had had a formal down there. And Greg said, it's one of those dang boys has pulled the fire alarm. He said, I'm not going anywhere. Well, so we just uh, laid there. Well, the thing kept going off. I would fall back asleep. It would go off. So literally, like within the space of 45 minutes, it had gone off about six times. But but they would come on in between and say, we've checked everything out. Everything's fine. And then it would go off again. And then they would turn off the announcement in the middle of the fire alarm. And then, it, I mean, it was just insane. So Greg, we couldn't go back to sleep. So he gets up, I guess, to go to the bathroom or something. And he goes, I feel water. And I'm like, what are you Where talking about? Where was the about? water coming from? Well, he has, he was walking in the room. He goes, I feel water. It <gasps> fell on my leg. And I was like, what are you talking about? And so we turn, we turn the lights on and we're sitting there and he goes, yeah, here it is. It's dripping out of the ceiling and it just what keeps floor on. We were on the 17th. We were on the 17th floor. Okay. And it, you know, is, and then, I mean, literally within a minute, it is like running. Then another minute, it is, there's a, a seam in the ceiling right there. It's got like this wood look paneling that goes up on either wall and across the ceiling. It is mm-hmm. coming out of that seam. I mean. Did you I, think that the ceiling was going to fall through? Yes. That's, that yes. I, I didn't. Off. I said, don't stand under that. So we started throwing on our clothes. We pulled everything to the side. We got dressed. We packed up. We were out of that room in five minutes. And by the time we left, it was literally pouring like a little waterfall out of the crack in the ceiling. And oh, we were both heart. thinking there really is a fire. This is like. Maybe this is water from the sprinkler system. We don't know. So we go out in the hall. It is eerily quiet. We go to the elevator. The doors are shut to the elevator lobby. And we're thinking, because they had said in the announcements, don't use the elevator. Use the stairs. And Greg was like, I bet the elevators uh-huh. don't work. And I was like, I'm not getting them if they do. Wait, 17. Wait, Susan, so we, wait, wait. You had to what? walk 17 flights down? Yeah, we had all our luggage, too. And so we go into the stairwell. It is like the Titanic. There is water, like half inch of water, just standing and just running, just cascading down the stairs from above us and as far as you can see. And it's, Uh and it's running down, you know, that's, I mean, it's just dripping. It's, it's flowing. It's like the Titanic. We're like, oh my gosh. So, you know, we're going and he's calling um, the other couple. He's calling them, you know, to see if they're out. And they're like, no, we're in our room. What? Water's coming out of your ceiling. We went down the very first time. I mean, he's military and he is like, you know, leave your stuff, put your clothes on, <laughs> grab your phone. We're out of here. Like 30 second drill, you know. So they had gone down and been sent back up. So they had just ignored the rest of it. And he was like, water is pouring in our ceiling. There's water cascading down the stairs. They that were just crazy. like, yeah, they were like, our room's fine. We're staying. And we're like, okay. So anyway, we get to the lobby. They ask us if we're checking out. And Greg looks yeah, at what them time? like, wait, 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 wait. What time is this? 4 a.m. This is, okay. It's 4 a.m. now. <laughs> Are you checking <laughs> out? Are you checking out? Well, I mean, I, you know, I guess, but after all of that, so, we're, and he was like, um, uh, no, there is water. <laughs> pouring in the sea pouring out of the ceiling in our room and they were like what anyway long story short 
the hotel was connected to an apartment complex and the top on the 30th floor of that apartment building, a huge pipe had burst and water ah. was just pouring, pouring. It had flooded like the top, at least four floors of the apartment building and was like just coming down. Like we talked to a guy from the 22nd great. floor, his his carpet was wet. I mean, there were people wandering around in the lobby in their pajamas. <laughs> it was, oh, it was my insane. Goodness. So anyway, we we slept in the lobby. And um, anyway, needless to say, I slept 13 hours Sunday night after we got home. I that was so was there anybody in the lobby? Because the last time I went to New Orleans... As we were leaving, it was probably around nine o'clock in the morning. And this was a really nice hotel. We came downstairs and there was a lady standing there in her panties in a nice <laughs> house. Her nice okay. I promise you, people are going to think I'm obsessed with panties. But she was standing there in her panties. My girls were floored in nothing but her panties. She looked like she was probably... 30 years old, in her panties, talking to the front desk person like she had on full attire. <laughs> now, there was a guy in some shorts that looked more like those boxers you sleep in and some cowboy boots. He was from the apartment <laughs> complex. He was playing pool in the lobby. And... <laughs> <laughs> there were there was a couple of there was a fraternity pair that came in at about four and they stumbled in the lobby and he was hilarious. His tux, his shirt was half un it was half untucked, half tucked in. I mean, they were hilarious. She had her shoes in her hand, so um but there you know well no, there was a family that came down in their pajamas and yeah. um they they had on their jammies, but there wasn't any <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still have not gotten over that. That was that was just crazy. And I mean, people are right. You know, when that happens, kind of like your fella in the boxers and cowboy boots. No, yeah. nobody fights an eye in New Orleans. No, mm -mm. Mm -mm. nobody. They don't nobody paid him. A, nobody paid him a bit of mine. Mm -mm. No, they do not. They do not mm -mm. question it. Anything well, goes who's ready to go back to New Orleans? Who's ready to go back? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking, oh my goodness, Susan, you are getting ready to die when I tell you this. Speaking of panties, uh -huh. which makes my mind go to the full moon, you are getting ready to die when I tell you what my LP3 and 4 did last <laughs> night. Oh, no. Oh, no. Now you're really going to die. And as we hunt real estate and look at home plans, I see more and more every day the need to have the downstairs kids den where I can observe at all times and not an upstairs kids den. And this is going to prove that to you. So LP1 is home right now for a visit while her new husband is off training in Arizona. He is... Uh, fighter pilot. So she walks in and I'm not going to say which LP because I don't want to embarrass anyone, <laughs> but one of the LPs quickly pulled up his pants as she entered the room. And this was around, and I'm talking about underwear and, 
uniform khakis. Uh-oh. Uh-oh is right. So she's immediately she said, "What what's going on? What's going on in here?" Well, of course they both, both of them were in the room together, busted out laughing. I mean, busted out laughing. So we're on our way to church last night and LP1 set tells me what happens. I don't know what was going on. We get home after church and we pick up the iPad to practice a Quizlet for a test the next day. And it goes directly to pictures. There are 12 pictures of somebody's full moon on the iPad. <laughs> no! Yes, ma'am. So when I, when I looked down and I said, who did this? The one, the guilty party, get ready for this, said, nobody can prove that it was either of us. And I said, let me tell you something. <laughs> I can spot a honey, one of my kids' honeys, from a mile away. And I pointed, I said, do you see that little freckle right there? You're honey. <laughs> Boom. You're honey. Oh, no. So, <laughs> We we had to have a long conversation after that <laughs> about how you don't post pictures of private parts and what can happen. What can happen? So do you see now my need for the downstairs <laughs> playroom slash TV room slash everything room? Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. that, that is because, I mean, I have people that would just argue me to the ground. Oh, you need an upstairs playroom. I, I have had that before. It's just never as great as it sounds. And I need to keep an eye on everybody. I mean, if this is going on, think about teenage boys. Our TV room is downstairs, right off the kitchen, mm -hmm. right off the kitchen. So. Yep. Yes, Easy to keep I mean, an eye on everybody. Yes. And it, you need a courting room downstairs. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I am not okay yeah. with the boys heading upstairs if it's just no. one of them. Now, if the whole, mm -hmm. kid, whole group, you know, tramples up the stairs, that's one thing. But mm -mm. no, we're not doing alone time upstairs. News to Rebob. No, like my grandmother used to say, no, sorry, Bob. That's exactly, well, that's exactly right. Okay. Yeah. I've got well, something I else kind of crazy. Oh, tell okay. me. You go. I got to tell you go. real quick. Okay. This is more about panties. We're obsessed with panties. Okay. You know, I told you I bought those thongs just yes. on a whim. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm telling you right now that thong underwear is the biggest scam of the 21st century. They cost more than regular panties, and they are the most uncomfortable thing I have ever worn in my life. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, I haven't worn a thong in a million years, but when you told me that you had bought a pair. Yeah, I was so hoping. I don't even know that they're big enough to call a pair. Yeah. Like, yes. I mean, like, why even bother? Why bother? If you're going to, you know, it just, I don't understand the point. I really you know what don't. you need I to mean, do with them? What? How many did you buy? Just two. Okay. Well, those are good dusters. Just say those to dust with. They're not big enough to dust with. <laughs> They're 
literally they're i mean they wide up and they're not even as big as little wadded up kleenex in your hand there is nothing to them nothing there's just enough to worry there's just enough to worry the horns off a billy goat i'll say that and that's it what now well how long did you wear them you put them on and from the time you put them on all day day. you gave Mm -hmm. them all day i gave them all day all day Mm. every now and then i would be like "Mm -mm. i'm not getting used to them there they are right where they shouldn't be so (laughs) i wonder why all these people say they're so comfortable i mean how many times have we heard people say that these are the most comfortable panties i I know i think they've duped an entire generation yeah i think you're right yeah i think Mm -hmm. it's good marketing that's what good branding and good marketing yes yeah, I mean, look at high heel shoes. Those aren't comfortable, but we wear them anyway because no. we think the men folk mm-hmm. like them. And then we want to oh, look good, yeah. so we wear we wear uncomfortable stuff all the time just to look good. But not me, honey. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm not either. I'm Mm-mm. not doing it. Okay, Mm-mm. I have a dog update for you. A city dog update. Okay. Okay. This is this is my latest findings about being a dog owner in the city. Okay. And this is the most bizarre thing I've run across yet. So I'm out with the boys the other day, and they are on their hoverboards. And this lady comes by, and she is walking her dog. Now, you know, I don't have a dog right now. My mother's Hallelujah. keeping one of the dogs. Hallelujah. <laughs> it would not be a fun time getting out walking the dog at 6 a.m. But anyway, so she comes by, and she's and she has her little her little bags to pick up after her dog. And I noticed that there was another dog, like, belongings. I don't know how the nicest, most polite way to put it. But a dog had left his little package behind that had not been wrapped up. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 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 All right. He had had already used the facility. Mm -hmm. So... I was I was kind of looking over in that direction, and she saw me looking, and she said, oh, my dog didn't do that. I just want to make sure that you know that. And I said, oh, well, I, I didn't think your dog did. And she said, no. She said, we live here, and my dog has been swabbed. And I said, you know, of course, my antennas mm-hmm. went up. I'm like, swabbed? <laughs> she goes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is new for me. I've never heard of a dog being swapped. She yeah, goes, I don't yeah, know what you're talking about. Is... You don't know? Okay, good. <laughs> See, I'm the only one that's new to this. I wondered if you would know. So she said, yeah. She said, when we signed our lease, we had to have our dogs swab, their mouths swab. And so she said that they will take the feces of if they find it around and they will take it and have it tested. And if it <gasps> matches your dog's DNA, you get an enormous fine and you have to pay for all the testing. How about that? <gasps> oh my God. I've never heard of that. So they DNA Me test either. the poo and yes. find the culprit and make you pay. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Can you believe that? I I can't even believe it. I mean, I've never heard of anything like that. I mean, our dogs don't even wear collars, you know, with their little rabies tag on them. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're running wild in the country. They don't care. 
No. I mean, I mean, I've never, never, I mean, every day, well, not every day, but probably about once a month, I learned something new about big city dogs that mm-hmm. just floors me. And now my LP2 is trying to join in with the whole big city dog idea. Mm-hmm. So this is pretty funny because this involves your LP1. So she is telling, I guess we were at the wedding. That's where we were. We were all at the wedding. In November, and she starts talking about, my LPT starts talking about how she wants a little tiny dog. I can't remember which breed, but some little purse dog. Mm-hmm. And this this is the funny part. And she says, when I get my dog, when I graduate from college, I get my dog, I'm going to name her Stassi. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I'm thinking, what kind of dog name is Stassi? And she yeah. and so. I know the look on my face probably said it all. Well, I mean, I'm thinking what your LP2 said, but I mean, one said, I'm thinking it, but your LP1 looked straight at her and said, that sounds a lot like Stacy. And I said, exactly. I said, where we come from, we say (laughs) Stacy. But my LPT put a little French twist on it and said, Stassi. But oh, I loved it because your LP1 kind of crinkled her eyebrows up and looked at oh, it. Oh, yeah. Said, you mean Stacy? That sounds like Stacy. <laughs> so, anyway, my, now my LP2 is wanting to join in apparently with some of this foolishness. I think that's a good dog. Maybe I need to DNA test my kids. And so when I find their stuff <laughs> laying around, and nobody, you know, nobody will claim it, like dirty plates and stuff. I'll just DNA yeah. test it and find out who did it. Because <laughs> nobody wants to claim a dirty plate. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nobody. They're all pointing nobody. at each other. <laughs> nobody. Oh, and I have one more funny thing to tell you about the beach trip that that I've been dying to tell you and keep forgetting. It reminds me. So within that same time period... Uh-huh. LP2 starts trying to phone my grandmother and she had been trying to call her for several hours off and on and who is her great grandmother. Okay. So she comes in the room and honey and I are in the, my honey and I are in the room and she puts it on speakerphone and she goes, I don't know what in the world is going on, but listen to this. And so you could hear bonk, bonk, bonk. Bonk. And I mean, we looked at each other and busted out laughing because it was a busy signal, a busy time. <laughs> <laughs> and she did not know what a busy tone or signal was. She had never heard that she before. Heard it. Oh my God. Because what does this mean? And I, we said she's talking to someone else or the phone is off the hook. And so we had to explain to her what off about the hook how. Means. <laughs> what off the hook means. Then we had to explain to her about how we would try to call someone, and if that would go on for hours, then you would know that someone had t- had accidentally uh-huh. knocked the phone off the hook yeah. or left the phone off the hook, and then somebody would have to drive to their house physically to tell mm-hmm. them, your phone is off the hook. I yes. mean, she just could not, but she was could not believe it. That is so funny. Remember calling the um, operator and getting them to break the line if you couldn't get somebody yeah. off the phone? Yes, we have an emergency. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> the emergency. Oh, yeah. well, I can't believe she didn't know. I mean, but she had just no idea. Not, that is so funny. Mine probably wouldn't either. They didn't know how to dial. Um, we had an old phone, an old rotary phone that had been my grandmother's in the nursing home. Yeah. And they didn't know. They couldn't figure out like how to dial it. They, they were just like, they kept pushing, like pushing on the numbers. And it, I mean, it was so funny. It was so was, funny. I swear. I feel cool. like my grandmother. I mean, I really do. Like she used to call like her refrigerator, the ice box. Yes. Yeah. She had an ice box before she had the refrigerator yeah. and she would call the record player, the Victrola. I mean, she was, she was born in 1898. So she was old as the hills, but. That's how I feel now with my kids. Like, you know, when I talk about stuff and they look at me funny, like a busy signal, like what? You know, just, it's just funny. It is oh. funny. I mean, that's something I had, had not seen coming. I mean, you think that you think you've covered everything with your children by the time they're that age. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. You realize mm -hmm. just like how different their experience is from what our experience yeah. is. But you think you've taught them everything, but then you realize just how much they have not experienced. <laughs> right, right. Oh, and and now, gosh. you know, they're offering some courses. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but they're offering some courses at different colleges that are life skill courses. You get a college credit. That is awesome. So those are for the things that they missed at home, I guess, that the parents assume they had taught. And yeah, it's a whole mm -hmm. course. I wonder if they teach what a busy signal is. <laughs> that may be antiquated <laughs> technology. <laughs> if, if they haven't taught it, they need to add it to the curriculum if it's not already in it. That is right. That is right. Yeah, they need to know. Maybe mine need to take that class. I am... Uh, I don't know if I've messed up or not, but I, you know, my LP three and four, well, two, three, and four, all graduating this year, but um, two of them are taking dual enrollment classes. So they'll have comp, English comp one and two knocked out and public speaking, and now they're taking college algebra. Fantastic. I, well, I wanted them to do that so they wouldn't have to worry about it at college. But now I'm having to do, I'm having to help with the algebra. And it's killing ah. my brain. And my husband, like, looks at it and he'll go, I don't know, ask your mom. Ask your mom. She she did more higher math than me. Ask your mom. She got a minor in math. And I, I mean, I can't deny it. So I just have to, I have to pony up and do it. So the quadrat quadratic equations have been killing me this week. <laughs> oh, I could not do it. There's no way, Jose, it's that I could I do it. It's stuff I have in literally like 40 years. You know, mm -hmm. I'm just looking at it going, I remember doing this, but I, you know, I don't know how I did it. I'm, it looks familiar. So anyway, uh, I'll just be glad when it's over uh, with because I've got the, one of my LPs is not the math person, so but we're gonna you're get through it. through it that's right you're almost there you're in the home stretch in the home, home stretch, stretch. Woo. yeah well speaking of home stretch i am almost out of time i've got to run oh my goodness what are you doing the rest of the day i have a meeting set up at the office and i'm meeting with a sponsor advertising sponsor oh 
how fun yeah so that's exciting that is exciting. exciting that is oh, exciting which brings me to this we yes. are enjoying hearing well receiving the emails from all of you and all and we were going to get to questions today again and now we've run out of time so we'll have to do that next time but if you have a comment or a question I cannot tell you how hard I have laughed recently at some of these comments. We love your comments. And also, if you are interested in sponsorship, you may reach us at Susan at lifecoachbff.com or Heather at lifecoachbff.com. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. Check out our website. Uh, lifecoachbff.com and today I'm going to post the recipe for my New Orleans shrimp. That's what I'm cooking oh. tonight. 30 minutes start to finish. It's such a quick supper but it it you know it doesn't seem like it. So I'm excited. I'm I'm got I'm jazzed up about New Orleans food. So I'm cooking well, New I Orleans shrimp to tonight. See the it's that easy. So easy cuz you know that I'm not a cook. <laughs> Yes, you are. You're a fabulous cook. Oh, and we have some exciting things that are about to happen too, Susan. I guess we'll wait till next week and and share our our big news that we have going on for our podcast. So I'm excited about that. Me too. Me too. I'm so glad you you joined us today. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. We love you. We love all of our BFFs. And we will catch y'all next week. You know what it is? It's just hard to say goodbye. There's no easy way to end it. There's no. Yes. It's hard to say goodbye. I start having so much fun visiting with you. And then I'll look at my clock and I go, oh. gotta go. I know. So, I know. There's I don't just like no to easy way to do it. I know. What is, what is that old television show where they would sing until we see again, meet again? Or I don't remember, but. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's some really old black and white. Oh, I don't know. I was thinking of um I was thinking of the sound of music. You know. So long farewell. I'll be dirty tonight. We would kill everybody's eardrums thinking. <laughs> we my mother told me to never sing on this podcast ever again. <laughs> She said, do not ever do that. Again. If she heard me singing that, she would say the exact same thing to me. Don't ever do that again. That oh, is what Lord. she told me. That's oh, what she told Lord. me. Well, I'm going to eat some catfish with oh. LP1 and honey. Are you going today? To the, are you going to the sweet pea? I'm going straight to the sweet pea. Yes. So I wish Gum you were here. Eat some greens for me. I will. I'll do it. Okay. All right, friend. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Have a great day. Love you too. Y'all have fun. Thanks. Bye. We have exciting news. Our friends and supporters at Denison Travel can't wait to help you plan your next adventure. Go to denisontravel.com where your journey awaits.